Hello, internet friends, and welcome back to The Daily Blend Show. You are probably wondering why the show did not launch on Friday. I can tell you. I ran out of time. So we are launching the Monday Top 5, uh, which, uh, you know, it happens. And we've got five great stories to talk about from um, Salam Bembury and some fantastic new projects he's coming out with, Swedish House Mafia, U.S. National Team, because it's World Cup season, DJ Shorty, and our own uh, Sound Off episodes that you need to check out, and then Negronis and with Greg. So it's a little bit about other people, and it's a little bit about our own projects this week. So let's start with Salam Bembry, and I am not doing really good. Uh, I think it's Saleh Bembry is probably the correct uh, pronunciation, but... Um, yeah, he is a designer uh, who's got an industrial design degree, and uh, he's been everything from designing shoes at Payless to designing uh, shoes at Versace to now doing work with uh, Crocs of all brands. And uh, from the Crocs standpoint, this is how he hit my radar. He literally took like an impression of his thumbprint and kind of turned that into a design. And then it's the first time that Crocs has ever let someone else make a different permutation of their Crocs. But uh, I'm not actually uh, highlighting the shoe itself, uh, but more this fantastic uh, season two, episode three from um, Idea Generation. It's about a 30 minute video that really talks about like, how do you go from living in uh, Tribeca with his father who was a photographer to getting an industrial design degree to working some of the biggest names but hating it and then moving on to less popular brands and then going to big brands like Versace and where he is now. So the the one thing that I was like listening and kind of thinking about is the fact that both he and Virgil um, are pretty prominent, prominent in the design space, but they came about it from an industrial design standpoint. And I wonder if we're going to see more and more of a trend of this of people with kind of an industrial design background that can use form and function instead of just aesthetics. So uh, go check out the video. It's like 30 minutes, like I said, and it's fantastic to watch. All right, so story number two, Swedish House Mafia. So if you have ever listened to dance music, heck, if you've listened or turned on the radio in the last 10 years, you've likely heard one of the Swedish House Mafia songs um, if not one of their like group songs, if not one of their group songs, you've probably heard a song by Sebastian Ingrosso, Axwell, Steve Angelo, etc. So um, each one of them is a star in their own right. They've been producing music under the Swedish house mafia name for like 10, maybe 12 years. And they took a little hiatus and now they're back. And they're all, you know, as the name uh, implies Swedish and they didn't uh, you know they did a um, a collaboration with the most Swedish brand ever Ikea so they've got sort of like a record uh, storage facility if you're like me and every other like DJ person in the world you've bought the $68 Ikea shelving unit that fits records perfectly and they've done like a little different like permutation to it where there's a third sort of smaller heightened shelf for some gear they've got a desk that's perfect for producers so the big thing with producers is you want like an area for your keyboard 
and then you want your speaker slightly higher for where so it hits you in your like ear length or ear length ear height um then they've got a little record stand with some record um space you know space for records underneath and books and things like that and then they've got a chair um, I'm not sure if they actually did carpets. There's carpets uh, in the picture. But uh, anyway, it's a very cool collaboration. has not yet dropped. They're just doing the marketing for it. And when it does come out, I'm probably going to buy, I don't know, something from this just to say I have it. Okay. So from design and music and sort of furniture into a different flavor of design. So if you've been listening to the show, you know that I'm getting pretty fired up for the World Cup and pretty much back into soccer in a big way. I went to my first Chicago Fire game uh, this weekend, and uh, it was pretty great to be that close to the field, uh, Soldier Field, while it is terrible, and I mean terrible, for food, concessions, and the non-field fan experience. The on, you know, the, the, the in-seat field experience is great. It's not a huge stadium. You feel very close to the action. I was very impressed. Parking was actually pretty darn easy, too. But, man, there's no ice cream for the kids. I mean, come on, Soldier Field. Get ice cream available for children. Charge me 15 bucks for it. Have something besides hot dogs, pretzels, and Italian beefs. Okay, enough of me complaining about Soldier Field. Let's talk about these jerseys. So Nike sponsors the Netherlands. They sponsor France, and they sponsor the U.S. I am sort of mixed on the U.S. jerseys. I sort of like the simplicity of them for the home jersey, but I don't like the collar. Maybe that was just like the model that was modeling them. But they look they look fine. I was hoping for more of like a, a sewn-in crest instead of the sort of printed-on thing, and maybe that's just the image. The away jersey that's blue kind of reminds me of something as a throwback to the 94 jersey, which is what I'm guessing they went back uh, or went to because everyone's going back to the 90s. So um, it will be it will be interesting to see more and more of like what the goalkeeper jerseys look like and kind of things to come in terms of if the other teams, because I've only seen a snippet, but uh, I'm definitely going to pick up a U.S. jersey. Hit me up on Twitter at Reed Daily and tell me which uh, name and number you're putting on your jersey. All right, so the fourth story is a story um, about this show. So I'm going to highlight uh, a two-part interview I did with DJ Shorty. Uh, it was recorded a while ago, and I couldn't find the dang recording. And then we had like some issues with processing it uh, out of uh, Google Suite and whatever. We finally got it working. Uh, it was very cool to have someone who's been like basically tapped by the Grammy nominee or the Grammy committee by Rolling Stone by DJ Times and get a chance to talk to them and hear about not just what they're doing as like a profession, but how they're giving back to the community, how they're acting as an instructor and just all around like a pretty fantastic person. So don't forget, like when you're re- listening to this episode, go back to episode 69 and 70 of the show and go have a look at part one and part two of DJ Shorty's interview with me. Okay, so rounding out the show is Negronis with Greg. This has, I think, been in the works for like a year and a half with my buddy Greg Larson. Uh, My buddy Greg got me into Negronis, I don't know, four or five years ago. And then I discovered uh, Matt Hrannik and the WM Brown Project and all like his Negroni love between 
custom clothing, between pins, between uh, his own book, uh, which is what we based the uh, podcast on, uh, The Negroni, A Love Affair with a Classic Cocktail. Um, So here's what we're doing. Uh, There's about 31 recipes of the Negroni in Matt's book. And so Greg and I have ranked our favorite books between um, or based on just like the description of them. And then we've set an order. And so we're going to run through the book, not every week, but pretty, pretty close thereafter. And uh, we're going to go through all 31 of the drinks and we're going to rate it on uh, taste, uh, color and uh, look and um and you know uh or balance i should say and uh it will be cool we're gonna have some special guests on uh, throughout the process we're probably gonna do a couple special episodes that are maybe not within the book with some like canned cocktails or pre-made cocktails but um you can find negronis with greg we created a whole social package on instagram twitter and facebook and youtube uh, we don't have the youtube linked yet but we will um, and it's going to be on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. All the links are on dailyblend.com. All right. So that wraps it up for the Monday Top 5. You know how it works around here. This is a shorter episode. I hope you enjoyed tuning in this week, and we will catch you on the backside of this week with the actual Friday Top 5. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe, Daily Blend, on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Google uh, podcast, Apple Podcast. You can find me, Reed Daily, on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on LinkedIn if you want to get down in the business sense. Um, as always, uh, all ideas, comments, etc., are my own. And I uh, hope to catch you on the next episode. <laughs>